0: Hello, and welcome to Kicking Ass and Taking Brains, an iZombie podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Jesse,
1: and today we're discussing episode two of iZombie, entitled... Brother, can you spare a brain?
0: Which I don't think either of us got that reference at the yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> I did not initially
1: get the reference, and my dad would be very disappointed in me because he's a Bruce musician. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, it's a reference to a very famous song that came out of the Great Depression called Brother, Can You Spare a Dime?
0: Yeah, I, I was particularly confused because I, when I saw the, the title, I was like, this must be all about her brother. We're going to get development for him, blah. And then he's not even in the episode, and I was very confused. I, I guess they're. It looks like they're throwing out references like these in most of the titles. I looked at a couple of coming titles. So yeah, I
1: think that it probably had to do with the jazz stuff that happens in the
0: episode. I mm-hmm. think that's kind of the idea. Oh Maybe. yeah, it makes sense. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. and
1: also, I mean, Blaine is a brother in that he's a zombie.
0: Ah, that's true.
1: Yeah, I think that's. Oh yeah, no, that's what's happening. Is that that's what the line is supposed to mean? It's yeah, uh, Blaine saying to her brother, "Can you stray our brain? Yeah, we're stupid." <laughs> anyway,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> so getting into this episode, so we have a lot, of, lots of good things, lots of bad things. What were your general thoughts with the episode before we get into specifics? Um, generally,
1: I thought that this was a pretty good episode. I'm still very much uh, excited about the show. I, I I was a little bit worried coming out of episode one that it was going to have a really weak second episode because the first yeah. episode was so strong and that would you know deter viewers. But mm. seems to be keeping it up. And I do like. I know that we're going to talk about Blaine a bunch in this episode, but uh, yeah. But um, I, I like that they brought in a major element so quickly and so early, mm. and in such a big way. Yeah, that connects directly right. with the character. Because, like, often you know you'll start, you might even get the big bad in the first or second episode, but like they're sort of doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't seen all of it, but in Birds of Prey, right? Like, Harley Quinn is always in the back. Yeah, but her scenes are pretty much completely detached from the rest of the. Yeah, or even like the Flash. I'm way more excited with the Flash now that there's going to be actual
0: interaction uh, interaction between
1: Wells and um, the
0: Flash. Yeah. No, I, I definitely get that, uh, and I do agree, like, do, starting a podcast after episode one, it's just always the worry that, like, will this immediately take a dive in quality, and I wish that I didn't waste my time on <laughs> that first pilot, but it definitely did not feel that way, I really enjoyed episode two, I actually enjoyed episode two probably a little bit better than the pilot, even though I do think there are some iffy things here and there, I'm really excited about the show still, and it, all all things are looking good for me. <laughs> yeah. Um... Let's talk about Liv. she continues to be awesome I <laughs> no, no real complaints with her.
1: do you have any uh, specifics to talk about
0: yeah I mean I so i I really liked her humor here. I loved the way she did all the flirting like I think that like a lot of that like the plot line of oh like oh something crazy happens and like it's like sex episode like that happens in a lot of shows but like I think she gets really did that role really well and it was really funny and there are good lines. She's Um, also continuing
1: to do, I mean, we're only two episodes in, but thus far it seems like this actress is doing a good job of really altering the character, Mm -hmm. like while still keeping like the base of the character, but you know, really embracing those other personalities, which is going to make it really interesting as it goes
0: on. Yeah. One thing I wasn't clear on, and I, I think I might know the answer by the end of this episode, but I'm not sure, is does she maintain any of the abilities forever? Like, like does she still know how to speak the language she was – was she speaking Russian last episode? I can't I think remember. So. Yeah. Like, can she still speak Russian now? Like, will she still be able to paint after this episode, uh, or is it's, that done? It's
1: unclear. So uh, from what she was saying, it sounded like she thought she was going to be able to continue to paint, but – I don't know, and we'll find out.
0: Yeah, well, she, there was one line near the end where she said something like, "I want to hold on to this passion. I'm not ready to let Harvier go or something like that." And so I wasn't sure if maybe that the idea was that yeah. she was going to lose that. I, I mean, I'm she, sure she I'm sure, well, lost the kleptomania. So I don't. She said
1: that she's no. She talked about picking it up. That was the only thing that she mentioned mm, about it. I mean, it might not have been shown in this episode. It'll it'll be interesting. I bet that we find yeah. out within uh, two more episodes. Yeah. Uh, whether or not, uh, like I mean, it,
0: w- it would be pretty. I mean, it would be a difficult challenge for them once she picked up so many things to for her to be able to have all these abilities and have it not be ridiculous. But it well, also kind of cool. I, I would
1: also expect that they would like be really intense right after she's eats the brain mm. and then fall off in intensity. Yeah, that's. But that's totally just coming up with stuff. That's not yeah.
0: necessarily true. <laughs>
1: um, Did
0: do you have anything you want to talk about with the humor? Did you like any particular lines or anything?
1: Trying to remember, I watched this episode three days ago, so I'm yeah. trying to remember. Nothing immediately jumps to mind, but I did enjoy the humor generally.
0: Yeah, I, I like things like bad cop, horny cop. Uh, I definitely liked in the the interrogation scene. Oh, oh no, um, yeah, when
1: she says, "Yeah, you
0: are." Yeah, um, that was fantastic. <laughs> when, when
1: she's like, "Do you have a little Native uh, American blood in you?" And Claire's like. Liv, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm a court of Cherokee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, are.
0: Yes, that was one of the best moments. I really liked that. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Let's talk a little bit about sort of the representation of race and open marriage in this episode. Uh, yeah. In a
1: uncommon thing for me, I did. Mm-hmm. You picked up on the race stuff way more strongly than I did when you first watched it, but as soon as you mentioned it, I was like, oh, yeah, no, that was super problematic. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so especially because we're two episodes in, and mm. uh, even though the ultimate bad guy in the last in the last episode ended up being a white guy, unless unless Clive has a really sick sense of humor, he was still alive at the end of it.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and now we've uh,
0: our first two victims were a woman yeah. and a, a, a Hispanic man. He's Hispanic, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I just think that it's something to to look out for because I mean like so like they could easily deal with this but the problem is that if every episode someone's gonna die at the opening that you do yeah. have to I mean, worry it does about. It seem like it's
1: a homicide procedural, which yeah. is fine. You know, it's yeah. a, there are a lot of good shows like that. But yeah. it would be nice if it weren't all about <laughs> underrepresented people getting murdered.
0: Yeah. I, well, I'm also trying to remember. I think that the. I can't remember who Blaine kills at the end of I mean, in the f- vision at the end of ep- oh it's from first person perspective so you can't yeah, really tell yeah. who it is. That's I think true. it's supposed to be it. A- oh, I also should throw out that he kills the two guys at the. Uh, in he the, does like, do card. that. Yeah, yeah. It's just something to think about, and also, just because of how much they were making it, like it, you could definitely say like. Did oh, you read our- those two? The, did you read the two thugs as white? I read at least one of them. I couldn't remember what the other. I uh, were they I not white. I don't remember. Yeah. I I read them as Hispanic, but I could be totally um, wrong. Yeah, who, who I think. I, I, and I, I was reading that
1: mostly from their voices, not from their. Uh, mm.
0: Yeah, uh, I think it was. I think it was stuff. a little ambiguous, but I, I'd have to have to go back and look. But I, I will say, I also guess the fact that like the Hispanic guy who's like super sexual and can't have like a monogamous marriage is kind of a stereotype. It's also an. an I mean, an it's the character is clearly based
1: on Picasso. Mm.
0: Yeah, so it's also an artist thing, so I, I'm not going to completely... Yeah. And Def, that, none of these things, I should point out, none of these things, like, ruin the episode or anything for me. It's just something to look out for and hope that they don't continue it because they do have positive things like Ravi and, like, Clive. So, yeah. you know. But, but let's talk about the, how they were showing sort of open marriage here because I thought it was an interesting little wrinkle that you can read in a few different ways.
1: Yeah, my uh, my reading of it is that the open marriage was actually working, but the thing that yeah. wasn't working so much was what's his name Javier, yeah. uh, impregnating an eighteen-year-old, oh, yeah. which I'm pretty on board with. His wife not being okay with, yeah. not on board <laughs> with her murdering him, obviously. But yeah. in terms of just sort of a symbolic representation, and yeah, uh, yeah I, and I, I think that the uh, fact that uh, one of Javier's lovers came to like just straight up console the mm. wife, and like that they're their relationship was genuinely shown to be strong. So
0: yeah, that that's a good point. That yeah, it definitely does seem like what we call their Carla because it's Carla from Scrubs. Um, yeah, that she if she legitimately seems to be friends with one of the lovers, then it really does seem like that isn't wasn't the issue for her. So it's more just like oh, you think it's going to be the issue, but it's really just a more simple story about oh, he didn't want to have kids, and then he went and had kids with somebody else, and I'm pissed who, off who about it. Who was
1: a yeah. the eighteen year old daughter of his best friend? Yeah. <laughs> It's Pretty
0: messed up. Uh, what do you think of like I first I didn't write this in the uh, outline here, but what did you think about just the general reveal of the mystery and how that sort? It of was pretty cookie cutter. Yeah, I, I mean, it was still it was it wasn't like the heart of the episode, and it was still sort of fun, but it definitely wasn't original. But yeah. Oh, I, I, also, was... you
1: know, actually, it's occurring to me that Quarter Cherokee guy. Yeah, his race isn't actually important to the character at all, and was just you know sort of put in there to be like a joke. And yeah. then that guy turns out to be a scummy a rapist. <laughs> uh, rapist type who uh, has to get punched out by Clive. Yeah. yeah. So that's maybe not the best representation of Native Americans the show could have had. Yeah. Although he has a much higher percentage uh, Cherokee than a lot of characters. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Why yeah. No, that no, that's that's, that's
0: totally percent. something. That's totally a legitimate point. I will say, as someone who was a fan of Veronica Mars, I'm a little bit hesitant about the fact that this is a homicide show and that it's always... I hope it isn't always, let's deal with a homicide mystery. because I think
1: that it's going to be because yeah. she has to eat a brain to understand the I mystery.
0: know, but maybe... It, that's a good point. I, I guess I don't like that I mean, as they're gonna much. going to be because, suicide mysteries. Also, yeah. he's a homicide. He's a homicide yeah, that's I know. That's not as exciting for me as... Veronica Mars, like, yes, they had bigger bigger storylines about a murder, but usually there was like only a few murders a season and most of her mysteries are about other things so it made it so there were more original mysteries going on here than just like something because at this point how many original murder mysteries are there with all the procedurals that are out there it it does become a kind of an issue Mm -hmm. we'll see uh, I do, I, I mean, I definitely like the people involved here and the bigger mysteries going on. I, I will, I, something else sort of fitting into this whole thing of procedurals, murder mystery, whatever, is Clive being, like, the spouse always did it. Like, yeah. That was kind of his whole role this episode, so even yeah. though he had some funny lines, it was not the best. Yeah, and also it's
1: interesting that uh, it ended up being Robbie solving the mystery. Yeah. Five and um, Liv both totally thought that they had... Um, and they're like ha 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 and then sort of I was like no out. wait that no! It, it was totally her it was totally carla yeah
0: i did think it was sort of a little bit of an interesting twist because when um when the rapist Cherokee guy came to her i thought that was supposed to be the reveal yeah me of the me, me, me too yeah and then i was like oh it was just some sideline rape <laughs> yeah. i think it was
1: mostly meant just to show her in rage yeah, mode this episode so those... i also
0: was yeah, I, I did think it was interesting because so she like hits him and then it cuts the cuts away and then she's taking off her jacket. So I was like, did she murder him? I thought she might have gone super rage mode and murdered him. I didn't and, read it. That I was way, like, but whoa! And then it just comes what like, comes out later. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or at least like yeah. massive, because I thought she stuff, like got all uh, his blood on her. You really or like the, um,
1: I, I really liked the part where, Blaine was trying to suggest a name for raging out or going full on zombie mode. Yeah. I think we should just agree on some terminology.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's talk about Blaine in general. <laughs> He's a lot of fun. I, and I liked him both in his, like, sort of nice, maybe good guy thing, and then when he turns to this little darker side that we see. Yeah,
1: definitely very interesting as a bad guy pretending to be yeah, good. Yeah, definitely. Especially because, like, he had me sort of believing that for most of the episode. Mm-hmm. Like that he genuinely Like up until he killed those two guys Yeah, I thought that he was like Legitimately on the up and up
0: yeah, like, well, even even when he slept with the woman, at first, I was like, oh, maybe he's going to do something bad here, but maybe he doesn't, he can't, he doesn't think he can help it, or yep. he, it's not, like, it's one of those things, I thought maybe... And then it turns he turns out to be of... super freaking evil, and that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I should, a-, a, throw out that I love the actor David Anders, I think he's fantastic, I've loved him, especially since Heroes, he was a great villain on there. I am a little confused but what age he's supposed to be playing because they have the line with the woman being like oh our age difference is way too big I think she's and supposed I... to be
1: in like her early 50s and he's supposed to be in like his late 20s or, yeah, cause... or early 30s
0: yeah because cause I always in everything else I've ever seen him in I've read him his late 30s and then when he when he had the opening scene with Liv I was like are they going to try to set up some sort of shipping thing here but he seems way older than her the other thing and that's
1: like I, was... I don't think we're supposed to read her as this old but just like actually she'd have to be if she were a resident yeah she, she's like at least 27 28
0: yeah which he, is sort the uh, david anders i looked it up and he's 34 uh which i was actually pretty surprised i think that by. i think
1: that's pretty much on par for what he yeah. looks like
0: I, I guess for what he's playing yeah, yeah I, I think it, it kind of makes sense for this i guess and other things i've seen him play like dads of yeah. like t- 19 year olds I mean, he also he also
1: <laughs> might be um way older is the yeah. other possibility because we don't know his yeah. origin. Uh, he might yeah. he might have been around the block a few times.
0: So you you said you really liked how much we got from him this episode. I definitely liked that we got him, and I really liked that it's mixing in this bigger story with the procedural every week. I, I am a little I don't know whether I feel like it was too much of him. Like I definitely wanted to see him this episode, but and I definitely liked it. But I don't know if we got like a little bit too much time with him. or Is this not. a
1: thirteen episode or a twenty two episode season?
0: 13 okay
1: then i'm really glad that they uh are bringing him in this strong i think that i have generally decided that i'm way more a fan of the 13 episode season yeah um i mean you can do a good 22 episode season but it happens pretty rarely that it's consistently (laughs) good the whole way through yeah and especially after watching like ancient car and being like wow that was eight really strong episodes yeah but anyway
0: and uh, I, I definitely like the development of him sort of beginning to make this like zombie horde that's like beholden to him, and that like he uses as a drug, which I think is really interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, it's yeah, it's
0: de- it's also. I, I thought it was interesting. I was reading people online being like, "This would be the most terrifying zombie apocalypse ever if all if the zombies were like this, and <laughs> it would be they like were, they so were, like, scary, sm-
1: smart, and like." Super strong, super strong, and, and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this and, is and actually... gain
0: abilities when they eat brains.
1: <laughs> yeah, like,
0: yeah, well, like. I think I it's mean, gonna be interesting. Next, it, next week.
1: Oh my god! Can you imagine if they like, if this did cross? Like, obviously, it won't really happen. But if it crossed, yeah. her... oh man, zombie metahumans.
0: Yeah, with and, Flash, yeah,
1: like not. The... Yeah, if it crossed over with the Flash, and yeah. then there were. uh Zombies who were metahumans and zombies eating metahuman brains.
0: Yep, and gaining their powers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking. I, I mean, a, a smaller version of what you're talking about is that I, the premise for next week is that she eats the brain of a hitman, and so that's going to give her some interesting abilities. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like, Although, if
1: you're... If, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the promo yet, but um, yeah, is, does does it look like she becomes like interested in killing people, or I
0: I, I the promo was very unclear besides because hitmen usually
1: like have sort of a moral void around that. They're not vindictive serial killers. They're very neutral serial killers. But I
0: guess mostly it's going to give her, like, she's already super strong and just gaining the abilities of a hitman on top of that. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. right. So, like... (laughs) Martial arts and... Yeah. Weapons and skills. Weapons, exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, if, if you're Blaine and you want to be a badass, you just, you go find, like, a military guy and eat his brain. Yeah. Like, the problem is you have to do it over and over again, as far as we know. We're still unclear on, yeah. on that. Yeah. So we'll find out. But I also liked that Liv was sort of skeptical from him from the beginning, and, yeah. you know, I mean, she just doesn't really also, get...
1: Well, also, it makes... I, I liked that they sort of make sense that, like, it's really strongly justified that she'd be skeptical of him because he's the one who turned her. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's I, not, I, it, so like if he wasn't and they didn't like have that relationship, then yeah. either way they went, it would be a little wishy-washy.
0: Yeah. I also do like that even though we're getting him as like this big bad, there's still a, a bigger looming idea of we still don't know why or who was involved or what happened that created all this to begin with because it doesn't seem like he was the one who did it. That's interesting. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. Let's talk about the major plotline of the episode.
1: Dan thinks he's hilarious. He's talking about the plotline featuring Major. Anyway, (laughs) um, yeah, I thought that it was actually really well handled. Uh, It is, I feel really bad for Major. (laughs) Yeah. Which I didn't really last, uh, although there were definitely big plot holes that you mentioned on Twitter. What with him having a girlfriend last week and not having one this week.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: although that might have just been a friend. Like, we didn't yeah, I, I, see them kiss We
0: anything. read it as a girlfriend. Yeah. I don't think it has to be a girlfriend. It, yeah. it, they're playing video games. It's not like they were making out and then he yeah. didn't even mention her this week. Yeah. So uh, That could have she... been, like, been like a cousin. <laughs> yeah. So And people also mentioned that his the layout of his apartment is completely different this time. Yes, but, it uh, is. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's fine. His pilots are... Sets are different and all that jazz, but yeah, generally, generally,
1: like when when she like goes to his apartment and then he's like freaking out and super like upset. Yeah, I thought that was re- really well acted and also mm. uh, legitimately an intriguing thing. And I, th- I think that they did a good job. Like, I think that you disagree with me, but I think that they yeah. did a job this week of making me more on board with him being a character on the show. Because mm. like before, I was like, yeah, I don't really just need this guy hanging around, especially if nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, um, but now that like a something like might happen because it is becoming so clear that Liv really really misses him. Yeah, and it's also been now officially revealed, or at least I think it's officially revealed. It's I guess mildly up for debate um, yeah. that sex actually does zombify. Yeah,
0: and you're oh, saying that because yeah. Blaine had sex with that woman and then yeah. he became a zombie. Yeah. I, I don't dislike him. I think he did good acting in this episode, and I totally was on board with his perspective at the end of the episode that, like, he, he, he is in an awful position and he reacted in a way that made sense. I just am not interested in this plot line. Like, I just don't. It seems I think he's going to become a zombie, but uh,
1: probably yeah, the so- something Something finale. interesting That's is. That's my the, guess. Yeah, cause or like I guess, three I guess, episodes before the season finale and then she has to kill him or something like that. Yeah, because
0: we just don't really know much about him right now except that she loves him. And I, so I'm not really – like I care about her and he seems fine. Like he's not bad, but he just – I don't know anything about him really beyond that he likes music. Uh, like, like I, So I, I, I don't know. And it just feels very much like, oh, this great romance that probably won't work out and – I, yeah. I think I'm also, I, without going into spoilers, I think that some of my Veronica Mars things are making me think things will go in a certain direction. that They don't, won't necessarily go, but... That was very specific. Uh, yes. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay, but there were just like a couple
1: things left to talk about. There was one part towards the end that was really silly that we both noticed, which is uh, two of the patrons at the um, art exhibition sort of, like, walk by Clive and live and, like, conveniently talk very loudly about how all the paintings have tripled in price. Yeah. <laughs> which is, like, an actual statistic that Clive then uses when he's talking to uh, the other guy. Yeah, uh, well, it's it's the funny
0: because... It, because it literally goes from them talking to it, and then it, like, moves – like, pans over to Clive, who's like, that must be the motive! like yeah. <laughs> And it's also, like, it didn't need to be done that way. He could have just been talking to someone at the party. Like, Ravi could have talked to someone at the party and heard that. Like, there didn't need to be two random people loudly talking. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, for sure. But – um, it was just, it just felt like I definitely, I'm not like angry about it, but it felt very clumsy for a show that otherwise is so solid with their exposition. And then, also oh, so the other thing I want to talk about is just how sidelined a lot of these characters. I mean, we didn't get any of her family, her, we didn't get more development for her roommate really, though at least her roommate's there to pa- help her pass the Bechdel test every week. <laughs> um,
1: which is nice.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> um yeah, there's plenty of shows that even have major female characters that very rarely pass
0: the back test. Yeah, <laughs> and Cl- even Clive and Robbie just don't really get. Robbie got about some. Him. Robbie got
1: some in this episode. Yeah, when they were talking I-, I think about it's Blaine.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did like the key was protective of him. I thought that was sweet, and I did like. You know, I think they had a lot of nice interactions between the two of them. I liked him throwing her the the magazine and all that stuff. Um, yeah. I guess thought, you know, episode, episode one, because it's so premise heavy, you kind of excuse some characters not getting a ton of development. I thought episode two would be like, okay, let's highlight the roommate or let's highlight this person. I guess they highlighted Blaine, but um, flesh them out more. I'm sure we'll get more in, in future ones, but yeah. I definitely want more from the roommate. Cause I think she can do a lot more than what she's doing right now. Mm-hmm. General verdict. What do you think?
1: Um, yeah, I think that it was a generally strong episode. I'm, very excited about the Blaine storyline. I'm a little yeah. bit concerned about how cookie-cutter the procedural storyline was this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see where it goes, and I'm excited for next week.
0: Did you like it better than episode one?
1: Um, I think that is a little... no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think that it's a little unfair to compare it to a pilot, though. Yeah. Um, but not super unfair. But yeah. a little bit.
0: Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with a lot of your points. I actually did enjoy it more than episode one. I, I, I thought the humor was a little bit stronger, and I just thought it was a lot of fun watching this episode. But I do think that there are certainly more, a little bit more problems with this episode than episode one. It's definitely exciting. I am interested, interested to see, like, if if Blaine's creating, like, a horde or something, how does she possibly deal with that? I mean, even with Clive helping her or whatever, it's going to be interesting. she so called call General Island. Yeah, <laughs> I also am interested to see a, a, a general question. I'm pretty sure, though, I, I read the I read about the co- I read about the comics like when when the show was first introduced. So I don't really remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure there are other monsters in that universe. Would you want to see things other than zombies at some point on this show? Yeah, but not for a few episodes at least. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think I think maybe you could throw in something in the finale of season one. Be like, season one is the zombie season. Season two, you throw in, like, an, an inkling of something else and sort of have them weave together. Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely am not against that, and I think that could be cool. Because especially once you have dealt with Blaine. or I, I'm also interested to see if Blaine is just, it, it, it's a lot like Flash. Like, do you think Wells is going to be gone after season one? Like, it's – Blaine is such a great yeah. presence on the show. It would be interesting to see if he gets dealt with after season one. I
1: but. yeah, I am tempted to believe that Wells is more lasting than Blaine. Blaine, yeah. But I mean, we've only really we've only really had one episode of Blaine, so yeah. it Could I'm more than open to having that guess changed. It's just a yeah. guess. Yeah. All right.
0: All right, that's pretty much it for this week, guys. So a few few, few things. I'm going to actually start off by talking about iTunes here. Um, We're having some trouble with iTunes. I submitted and we got rejected for reasons unknown. I'm going to try to fix that. I don't really know what the deal is, but hopefully we'll be on iTunes by episode three. I'm also going to sign us up for Stitcher, so you can find us there. In the meantime, the easiest way to actually listen to the podcast is at our blog, kickingassandtakingbrains.wordpress.com. Uh, that also has a contact us thing if you want to just easily uh, send us an email. But you can also email us at and at gmail.com Where can they find us on Twitter, Jesse? Uh, they can
1: find us on Twitter at izombiepod. Uh, so yes. thanks for listening, and we'll be back for your brains next time. Yikes. <laughs>